This is episode number 195, and today I'll talk about what it means to be above reproach. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. So there's a concept that's repeated a couple times in the New Testament, which I believe captures the essence of life as a Christian very well. And it is this idea of being above reproach. And it comes from uh, instructions that Paul gives specifically to both Timothy and to Titus regarding the appointing of elders. And in both of those instructions, one of those is in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, he says that the overseer or the elder that is being considered for appointment must be above reproach. And so I want to dive into what exactly that means. And you'll see that it's a lot bigger of an idea than just living a good life or being uh, righteous on the surface. Now, I do want to give credit where credit is due. Much of this episode and much of the content of this episode is inspired by a blog article written by Tim Challies on in his series talking about the character of a Christian. Uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing Tim on this podcast uh, earlier this summer. I will uh, link to that episode in the show notes. It was a great interview, great conversation, um, and I respect him and his perspective. Even though we don't see eye to eye on 100% of things when it comes to doctrine and uh, theology. But even despite those differences, I really respect where he's coming from. And I think that he is right on the mark when it comes to this idea of being above reproach. So to be above reproach means that no one can legitimately make any charges against you that will stick. Does that make sense? That people will accuse you People might say things about you, but your conduct will eventually acquit you by proving you to be blameless. That in the end, it will be clear that those charges are false. And the reason that this isn't just for elders, um, this, this idea that you are so blameless, that you are so focused on living a life that is separate from the world, that obviously makes sense for elders. But the reason why it also applies to the rest of us is that Elders are to be the example for the rest of us. That is their role, is to, to lead by example. And so if, if they're to set the example, then that example is in order to lead all Christians into this kind of living. Does that make sense? So even though this is something that's uh, specifically given for the appointing of elders, it is absolutely applicable to all Christians. And this idea of being above reproach that even if someone charges you with something that it will be found false, is such a higher calling than just don't mess up too bad or just be a better person than your neighbor with a gambling problem, right? Like we can all find people that are more or less good or more or less righteous or more or less religious, but it's not about that. It's not about comparing ourselves to other sinful people. It's about striving to be blameless. It's about striving to be above reproach. And uh, just to dive into what exactly this looks like, uh, 
Tim gives a couple examples, and I'm going to read this section from his blog because I think he, he hits it right on the nose. He says, being above reproach in your marriage means you are the husband of one wife. Being above reproach in your thought life means you are sober-minded. Being above reproach in your actions means you are self-controlled. What we see is that this is a kind of summary attribute and that the blameless Christian is the one who upholds all of God's revealed will. Of course, being above reproach does not mean being perfect, but it does mean that when we sin, we confess it and turn from it because our standard is perfection. And when your standard is perfection, uh, when your standard, when your goal is to be like Jesus, then nothing short of that will satisfy your desire to be blameless. Nothing short of that perfection will uh, keep you from continuing to strive. And so this idea of being above reproach, of being such a, a worthy example that if someone took you to court over a false charge or uh, some kind of temptation or sin or whatever, that you have either already confessed it and turned away from it and repented, or it's not true at all, that is the heart of discipleship. That, that really is the core of what it means to honor God in every aspect of our lives and to be living sacrifices. And so to close out this episode, what I wanted to, to do is ask you a couple questions. And these questions and how you answer them uh, should reveal whether you are indeed above reproach in living in a way that pleases and glorifies God. First couple questions. Are there any ongoing sins in your life that would bring shame to you, your family, and your local church if they were made public? Are there any parts of your life deliberate that you deliberately hide from others? So ask yourself, is this true about you? Are there things in your life that you aren't getting open about? Are there things that you hide because you don't want to talk about them? Do you know what sins you are particularly prone to And do you have measures in your life to guard against the temptation of these sins? And so here it's not just about not sinning, right? It's recognizing your own weaknesses and creating a support system around you to prevent you from falling into those temptations and and, and sinning when you already know ahead of time, this is a, a danger area for me. I need to be on my game. Is that you? Or do you not have that kind of mindset? Are you taking advantage of the resources that God provides to you? Are you regularly attending church and participating in the life of the church? Do you have times of private and family worship? Ask yourself, are you just a Sunday church attendee? Or are you taking full advantage of everything that God has offered to you to help you stay strong spiritually? Are you not just attending church, but regularly participating? participating in the life of the church, the activities of the church, the ministries of the church? Are you plugged in? Are you engaged? Do you think your life right now is pleasing to God? When it is not, are you quick to seek the forgiveness of both man and God and to display repentance by making significant changes? All right, so being above reproach is not just about saying, I'm sorry I sinned, I'm sorry I messed up, I'll try not to do it again, but about repenting, about turning the other way, about going in a completely different direction and making significant changes, right? When Jesus says, 
It would be better for you to gouge out your eye or cut off your hand than be than to miss the kingdom of God. That's real. That that is the the essence of a radical shift and change. And then last but not least, if your close friends or people in your church heard charges against you, would their reaction be, that's not possible, or I knew it? And what does this response say about you? Because if the people that know you, if the people that are in your close community think this way, one way or the other, that, hey, that could not be possible that so-and-so did that. Or, I knew that they could do that. I knew they were capable of that. Either one of those answers could give you a hint that, maybe I'm not above reproach. Maybe I do need to work on this area and really excel in glorifying God in my life. Not just being not bad, but actively pursuing perfection. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. This podcast is ad-free thanks to my Patreon supporters. If you'd like to partner with me in helping Christians around the world be more effective for God, just go to patreon.com forward slash practical Christian podcast and consider becoming a patron. And if this episode helped you in some way, please pass it along to one person who would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.